Hey everybody, welcome back. Glad to have you back with us for another week of Leading on the Front Lines podcast with me, Dan Hornacek, your host. Looks like this is Thanksgiving week, so happy Thanksgiving everyone. This will be airing on uh, on Thanksgiving, so hopefully you guys maybe being off work, take a listen. Uh, if not, it'll be waiting for you when you get back to work on Monday. So I hope everybody gets a, a long weekend. If not, I'm sorry to hear it. Um, I myself took tomorrow, Wednesday off, and I'm going to be spending time with my family for a really long weekend. So I'm really excited to, to do that and, and get some time with my, my wife and kids. So if you haven't already, like I say every week, uh, check me out on Instagram and YouTube if you'd like to see my pretty face. Uh, just recapitulating the, the same uh, podcast if you're listening to me there. And if you follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, Leading the Front, and uh, just kind of engage a little more, post more topics, more thoughts, opinions, things like that on a more frequent basis. Instagram, I just try to post about every day on uh, just different different things pertaining to the podcast. So follow me there, rate and review the podcast. would love to see your guys' feedback on, on how we're doing. So this week, one thing I wanted to talk about was something that I think a lot of people struggle with. And I don't really know why, because it makes every, it makes your life a lot easier. So delegation, uh, basically most managers are overburdened with uh, tasks that they're trying to get done. And rather than do the things that we've talked about every week and, you know, observe their operation, observe their employees, have one-on-ones, you know, sit down and make plans for, for individual development in their people, and you know, making time for whatever it might be, conflict resolution, etc. Um, you know, a lot of people just are so overburdened with menial management tasks or just different uh, things that need to get done that they don't have time for what they're actually supposed to be doing as as leaders and managers. So you know, it's it's interesting because typically speaking, when you ask folks, you know, how do you handle delegation? A lot of them either say, I just, they, they're more brash about it and they say, I just tell people to do, do stuff and they do it. Um, or they're too afraid to even ask to do it. Uh, and they typically ask in a very kind of uh, uh, submissive way and then end up doing it themselves. So I think that delegation is such a powerful tool when it comes to being an effective leader. And the reason I say that is because it really allows you to do your actual job, which is leading your team better. Um, You shouldn't be afraid to lighten your own load. You know, if you're looking at, there's a reason it's called a hierarchy, and it's because, you know, you have a certain level of importance within the organization you work for. And if you're bogged down by all these, these little tasks and you're not doing your job of whether that be developing your people or trying to, uh, you know, have the office be um, more effective at the tasks they're doing, or, you know, if you need to be focusing on metrics and building plans on, you know, creating better uh, productivity or, or whatever those things might be, that's what you need to focus on. And if you have all these like little tasks of, it could be scheduling, it could be, um, you know, just lining up work for people uh, throughout the week. If, you know, there's a million things. You could, your team could be behind, so you have to pick up the slack. All these things could cause you to be, you know, again, burdened with, with too many tasks. So a lot of people have a stigma that 
managers that that delegate tasks are just pawning off the stuff they don't want to do. And I'm going to be the first to admit it. That's exactly what this is about. Uh, maybe it's not necessarily the things you don't want to do because I remember delegating tasks uh, that I enjoyed doing, but it was just a waste of my time, right? And that was, um, you know, just looking at specific reports when I had a manager underneath me and then, you know, eight managers beneath him. It was really his task to be looking at that stuff. That was just one of the things I just had a hard time letting go. And that was, um, what's called lanefuls with, 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 uh, FedEx. Um, when I was there, I like to look at these, these reports to see, um, how the loaders within the semi trucks were, uh, essentially if they were a lane full, meaning that they had to shut down their belt, how many times that happened, they broke it down by amount of packages, percentages and whatnot. Really. I had no need to look at that. Uh, that was very much the, the manager beneath me. And, you know, one thing I realized is when I started giving him these things, um, he really liked it because now the, he looks at it like, wow, my boss is, finds these things important, and they are, but now I get to kind of take the reins on that. And um, so, because again, right, the goal here, and I've mentioned this before, is I call it the, the cup of coffee principle, right? You should be able to walk around or sit at your desk and, and just have a cup of coffee and never put it down. Uh, that should that should be the goal within um, you being a leader. And it's not that you're being lazy. It's just that you should train your people to be effective enough to where you can do that. Um, and a lot comes with that. So, so again, it, it can seem like you're pawning off tasks. Essentially, that is what you're doing. But Realistically, it's opening up a, a lot of doors um, and creating a lot of opportunities to teach people how to do your job, right? Um, we're always, you know, we can classify employees all day long. You could sit there and say, this person is never going anywhere. They're, you know, whatever it might be. They're going to be a receptionist uh, for the rest of their life, you know, and there are those people out there. But innately, most people get bored and stagnant within jobs. So you're either doing one of two things, in my opinion, is you're, you're teaching these people new tasks to keep their job fresh, um, and then it gives them a different sense of importance within their organization, or you're trying to grow an employee's development to try to get to them to the next level. Uh, that doesn't mean, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're going to take my job. I mean, Probably not unless you're doing a bad job, then yes. But um, if you're a valuable member of the team and you're doing a good job, why, that just doesn't make sense. That that philosophy doesn't add up. But you do want to, and it should be a, a pretty high priority, to develop your people to get them to that, that next step. And so how delegating tasks gets you there is that teaching people to do your job activates a mode of thinking that's above what, their current mode of thinking is their their mode of thinking right now is just as an employee i'm doing these things blah 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 but if you sit there and start delegating your tasks to them it gives you an opportunity to explain why this task is important why it needs to get done why it's been on your plate as the leader and you can sit there and 
I mean, you could really take it as far as you want. I mean, if it's more of a menial task, it's it's like, yes, it is something that is important. That's that's really where it's going to be more of um, um, you're creating, you know, more importance to that employee because they're taking on a manager's duties, right? Um, but you got to be careful because if it's one of those employees that feels does feel negatively about it, they might view it like you are pawning it off. But I think that open communication about that and literally just asking them how they feel about taking it on is very important. But the other side of it is, though, is it allows you to have one-on-one time with your employees. And I know I've mentioned that a few different times, the importance of having one-on-one conversations. And, you know, you can sit there and just block out 15 minutes, you know, every week with every employee. But what's the goal? You know, is that is that time of a benefit to you and that employee? Or are you just wasting 15 minutes where that employee would rather be doing their job and you could be doing other things better um, or getting other things done, excuse me. So, you know, when looking at delegation, it just kind of opens or creates an opportunity to have a one-on-one with an employee. And, And how that can be effective is not only are you training them on this task that you're delegating, but it kind of allows you to create a baseline for that individual on kind of where they stand within the organization. Um, You can get a really good feel just based on if they want to do it um, or if they want to take on more, if they're excited about the fact that, you know, they feel that that level of importance within themselves and the organization is rising. Um, It just is really creating, um, by by having a one-on-one, it's really creating an open dialogue between you and this employee to gauge kind of, where are they going? Are they staying where they're going to be? You know, are they are they going to be the next manager if there's, you know, growth opportunities within the organization, things like that. Because the bottom line is it's your job to make your people um, ready to take your job or, you know, not necessarily take your job, not in the literal sense, but it's your job to develop your people. And it's ultimately going to help you. Like this is the stigma that I was referring to. A lot of managers feel that if they quote unquote develop their people, that they're ushering themselves out. And it just doesn't work that way. You're just going to create a crew of people that is more efficient at their current jobs. And then now if one, you know, happens to leave on maternity or paternity leave, if someone's sick, you know, and unfortunately has, you know, a heavy illness, um, you know, somebody quits, somebody gets fired. Now you've got team members that are capable of taking on that person's responsibilities um, until you find a replacement or if you need to fill in. Um, you can't do everything yourself, right? So it's nice to be able to sit there and say, hey, remember I trained you on X. I need you to handle that for the next couple of weeks uh, because of our current situation. You know, So you can use, <clears throat> use these things as creating a united front and, and bringing a team together. Like This is the power of delegation. I don't think a lot of people view it this way. Um, you know, because on the along with what I was just describing, you know, if someone were to leave for whatever reason, um, you can really get a feel for how organized individual employees are. And if you have that conversation about having to delegate, whether it be a project or like an everyday item, a weekly item, a monthly item, and they can't take it on, you know, one of the things I was taught early on was if you have an employee who's maxed out, there's a problem with time management 
or you as the the leader have overburdened them right so it's i'm not trying to sit there and like say it's it's your fault um it is right <laughs> but if if you sit there it at least allows you to take a different approach and look at that employee and say wow they are overworked or they do not have the correct training or they don't have the right tools to do this in an efficient manner um, it just allows really good self-reflection on um, on you so again with with the, the delegation piece of everything uh, it can really help get a gauge and if they're capable enough not only to you know potentially move up or, or become a manager but it, it gives you a gauge just as the the employee is as a whole and so you know you could take this a step further of like yes i want to delegate this to lighten my load as the manager but then it should allow you to do the things that we've talked about it should allow you then to excuse me it should allow you then to create a plan for each individual employee Um, i always get scoffed at a lot of times with with people in mid-level management about having individual employee plans for your people. Now, I understand if we're talking about like 300 people, you're not going to have an individual plan. But also, if you have 300 people and there's not different layers of management, there's a problem there. Um, So I'm more so referring to um, if you're a a frontline manager and you've got 20 people, you can kind of figure out a gauge of, okay, these 10 are starting you know, whatever college kids or, um, they have no real interest in moving with this company. This is just a means to an end for right now. And that's okay. So that's 50%, right? And then you take that you've got like your top three people and you can delineate out, okay, who's staying, who's going to be going, um, who has interest in moving up with the company, you know, and then you can look at the other seven and, and just sit there and, and figure out like, that's when you have to figure out a plan. Like, where are they best to be in the organization, et cetera. Um, but as you really need to do that, and you need to create time to do that. So if you don't have time to do that, that should be your first flag on, I need to make a change for myself. And the way I can make a change for myself is to delegate tasks. So that's kind of the, the topic for today. Um, just kind of to recap real quick, if you as, as a manager feel that you're overburdened with tasks, it's not a bad thing to delegate some of those tasks um, appropriately to a team member, or excuse me, to one of your team members, one of your employees that works underneath you. Um, again, this can be many things. This could be a gauge of individual employees. It opens up uh, conversations, one-on-one conversations, uh, to build relationships with them, to to kind of gauge where they are at and where they want to go with the organization. Um, again, it, it creates a level of importance to them. It keeps the job new and fresh, even for people who, who really aren't interested in, in moving on, all of which are great things on top of the fact that you're going to create more time for yourself as a manager to, you know, build individual development plans, uh, to uh, be able to observe your your um, your employees and the, the operation the way it should be, to, to be able to give yourself time to develop plans and uh, ways to better hit your metrics. So these are all great things, and this is all done through delegation. So start small right uh bullets before cannonballs maybe just take a really simple menial task and give it to someone to get your feet wet and then move on from there 
um, and you'll be amazed at, at how well received typically it is and then two, uh, how much time you're able to free up for yourself. So that's all I've got. Again, uh, thanks for, for joining me on Leading on the Front Lines podcast. Please, please follow me on Instagram and uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. If you like to watch podcasts, I do have them uploaded on YouTube. Uh, same handle, Leading on the Front Lines. Excited to be back. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Um, and hopefully you're with uh, some family or friends or both. And I know um, I'll be with my family and, and one of my best friends here and uh, really excited so look forward to chatting with you guys next week take care